No, Mom's gonna do the turkey. Yeah, Dad wants ambrosia, so I guess we gotta get those miniature marshmallows. And I'll do the crescent rolls, and you do the cranberries. You know I can't cook. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> yeah, well, I'll see you tomorrow then. Gobble, gobble. Welcome to Marathon. May I help you? Yes. How may I help you? You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. And I really don't care for the way your company left me in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. And I really didn't care to fucking walk down a fucking highway and across a fucking runway to get back here to have you smile at my fucking face. I want a fucking car right fucking now. May I see your rental agreement? I threw it away. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? You're fucked. I like to watch, Eve. What do you mean, like to watch? I like to watch. I'm Don Hall. This is Donnie Smith. And this is the I Like to Watch podcast. We've got a different podcast format today. Um, it is November, and uh, the big holiday coming up is thanksgiving you know and it's still a big it's still a big holiday in 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 the united states i think they practice it in canada too i don't know um but uh so what are your uh danny what are your your experiences with the thanksgiving holiday what 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 are what are the memories that uh that like really stick out for you uh nothing frankly i i think it's i it's like a it's like a middle holiday it's like a weird middle holiday I love um, love Halloween. Um, yeah, and, you're a Halloween then, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before Christmas, there's fucking Thanksgiving. Like, I don't. I, I I really don't give a shit. Like I, you know, my my family on my mother's side, I don't know because she was adopted. I have no fucking clue. But on my dad's side, it seems to be you know Eastern European. Uh, you know, Lithuanian, German kind of shit. Um, I think they're, I think they're second generation immigrants. My grandparents, uh, rest in peace. Um, yeah, I have no fucking ties. I don't give a fuck. Mayflower, fucking pilgrims. I, I really don't give a shit. I, I, I so, don't fucking So care. Thanksgiving is, so this whole episode <laughs> is really just uh, a, a, a lesson in apathy from you. My, my experience with Thanksgiving is it kind of became, because, uh, you know, I've basically left home 
after college and mm. went to Chicago for 30 years and then went to Vegas for four years. And so the the big holiday for my family has always been Christmas. I never came home because coming, you know, coming all the way to Kansas for both Thanksgiving and Christmas didn't seem pragmatic. So just Christmas is the big deal. Now, when I was in Chicago, um, we always did, uh, especially when we had the theater, we did an orphan's Thanksgiving. And that was because mm. I had so many actors in the theater that didn't have a place to go there or they didn't go just like me. They weren't going home. And mm-hmm. so we would, I mean, I mean, whatever apartment I happen to be living in, we would just tons of it. I would spend $200 just making turkey and ham and, you know, all the stuff. And then, of course, it was actors, a lot of vegetables, a lot of ve- vegan options. Um, and, I mean, we did that for years. It was, And it was a huge thing. And my favorite memory was Seth Fisher. I don't know if you ever knew Seth, but Seth's big joke was it made him laugh that he saw me as this sort of alpha male type. But nothing made him laugh harder than he could pick a movie that would make me cry in front of everybody. Sure, sure. And, and so he'd, he'd pick a movie, and uh, and the goal was, do we have to watch the whole movie until Don cries? <laughs> so he would pick, because everybody by that point was just full of food and booze, and you know it's like we just turned the TV on, and I have this image of just like 30 people sitting around just kind of lounging drunk and, and full and <laughs> Seth Seth putting on a movie and everybody basically waiting for me to cry that's funny before we before we could stop watching the movie and that's uh, that was that that's part of my Thanksgiving well, and then in yeah. Vegas we really didn't do Thanksgiving and to me it's just uh I think you're right I think it's like a middle holiday um I don't have a whole lot of the family memory of it but the memories that I do have from the food that I have, because uh, what we agreed is we're going to talk about six films today. Each of us got our three favorite Thanksgiving films, whatever that may be, and that's sure. a weird. That's kind of a weird genre in it, itself. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And and each 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 movie is going to be accompanied with one of our favorite Thanksgiving <laughs> foods. So when you watch these movies at home. You have to, you have to, if you listen to this, you have to have these foods to accompany <laughs> these films. Sure. You were yeah. going to, you were going to say about Thanksgiving yeah. again. No, I, you know, I think for me, it, it, and then this came up uh, in rewatching cause I had not seen these movies in a long time. Um, unfortunately with the six film roster, I did not get to really delve into um, two of yours. One of which I've never seen. Uh, the other, which I haven't seen in a decade, your other, your third film I've seen obviously since uh, it fucking came a million, out a million times. Yeah, um, a million times. But um, you know, the thing that comes up for me is, um, and I'm, we'll get into this. I'm sure we'll get into this with our our, our Christmas episode. Um, we'll, we'll talk about later. But um, nostalgia, I think, is a huge thing for me. Um, we talked a little bit about this with uh, the uh, Dead Poets Society episode. Um, I have a nostalgia that never really existed. I think I, I have a nostalgia that was established by films or TV or pop culture. Um, yeah, I, 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 you talk about crying. I, I cried during at least once during each of the three movies that I watched. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. It's a, it's a rough time of year. It's a very loaded time of year. Um, for most people, for I would think pretty much for everybody, it's a the fall is like a dying off period, right? Um, the the Christmas it's like a dying off period, right? Um, yeah. 
and then like it's it's more loaded for me personally it's also my birthday is in december and my mom passed away and it's 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 like a very loaded uh time of year so yeah yeah uh thanksgiving is is kind of tough for me like i'm thankful for people when they have birthdays. Right, okay. <laughs> you, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving no, I, I totally, is like a totally holiday. I'm kind of like, I don't fucking really care. But yeah. Yeah. Um, just uh, interesting. It was an interesting uh, exercise. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, yeah exactly. you start off. We're going to go. We're going to go. Okay. We're going to go in, in, in release order. Right. Yeah. So chronolog- chrono- yeah, yeah, yeah. Chronological okay. order. So cool. I, I, but because I'm older, uh, all my movies are, are, are top loaded. It's not like yeah, you yeah. can go back and forth. My three movies are chronologically the first and yours are the last three. Um, I do want to throw out, um, I'm going to try something. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if you are listening, we want you to go on to our Twitter handle. It's at, I like to watch pod on Twitter. And, uh, if we miss, your favorite Thanksgiving movie. Oh, um, yeah. I'd love, I'd love for you as to just tweet us, not DM, but you know, live tweet us. Tweet us what your favorite movie is if we miss it, because we've got six Thanksgiving. I mean, Thanksgiving movies are hard to find. There's not a lot of them. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty so niche. You, it's pretty niche. Yeah. <laughs> and and I also want I also want the listeners to keep in mind um, at the end of this episode, I'm going to give them another challenge. Uh, for the Christmas episode, so okay. let's right. let's get into this. All right, Here so my first my first food, and this <clears> is something uh, again. Uh, this this actually is from my childhood. It's one of my favorite things my mom used to make, and the thing about it is, it is the ultimate in terms of uh, what I would call the white trash aesthetic. Okay, is Uncle Ben's wild rice. And she would make the wild rice, and then she would take uh, some spices and put it in there, sage, mostly sage and stuff like that. And then she would get a, a, a can of those, like, mushroom caps. Little, oh, yeah, yeah, like the, little, the little one, the little one. Yeah, the, the little tiny buttons, can. The little, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, and I she would it. dump yep. a couple yep. of those, couple of those yep. in there, and that okay. was always one of my favorite. It wow. was very earthy, sure. and, you know, it was just that was one of my favorite things. And so yeah. for Thanksgiving, when I talk about the, the orphan's Thanksgiving, I always made a pot of that. Sure. I might have been the only one that really enjoyed it because it was just, but I, it was great memories for me, and it made me feel home, and that was good. Have you ever had that dish like elevated now with like real oh, like yeah. fresh mushroom and like yes. long grain yes. wild rice and you've had you've had the the bougie version since and it's not as good and oh, it's not as good really not even, oh, not even close that not sucks. even close oh, I've had, shit. Oh, well. I've I've had the really good wild rice with the really good mushrooms and yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah. and it does not hold a candle yeah. to Uncle Ben's yeah. and canned and canned fucking uh, mushroom button, buttons button mushrooms it just that just that's one I of the things it. that's brilliant. and my first movie brilliant. along those lines yeah. uh, my first movie and it, it it is one of my favorite movies and it just happens to be. Um, a Thanksgiving movie. It is 1969's Alice's Restaurant. Now, let me give you a little bit of background about Alice's Restaurant. Alice's Alice's Restaurant Massacre, Massacre, rather, commonly known as Alice's Restaurant, is a satirical talking blues song 
by singer-songwriter Arlo Guthrie. Released as the title track to his 1967 debut album, Alice's Restaurant. It's a deadpan protest against the Vietnam War draft in the form of a a comically exaggerated but largely true story from Guthrie's own life. He's arrested and convicted of dumping trash illegally, which later endangers his suitability for the military draft. He doesn't get drafted because he was a convict because of this. The the restaurant was owned by one of his friends, and she's not really a big character in the story. The restaurant really, really isn't in the story. Now, the movie is based on the song and stars Arlo Guthrie as himself. Um, and, uh, you, you know, basically it's, he tried to get out, avoid the draft and the story, the story is exactly that he's trying to avoid the draft. He's hanging out. Um, he's going to help out. He goes to visit his father, actually Woody Guthrie. It plays himself in the movie. Who's in the hospital. He goes around and plays a couple of venues. He eventually goes to, uh, Ray and Alice Brock. Um, in uh, Massachusetts, and they're like hanging out. They're crashing. They're bohemians. Uh, he meets uh, Roger and this artist Shelley, who's an ex-heroin addict in a motorcycle race club. Alice is starting a race or a, a restaurant, and they have a whole bunch of garbage they don't know what to do with. So Arlo and his buddy throw it in a pickup truck, and they're going to go find a place to dump it. They they and it's all this all happens. All of the big thing happens on Thanksgiving Day. He gets arrested. I mean, it's just the song. But it, there's something really... Uh, it's one of the things I love about this movie is it's super... It's very much that aesthetic of stripped-down 70s filmmaking. Um, it's really fun to watch. And what I really... I think the thing I like the most about this movie is it really is Arlo Guthrie just doing his thing, playing his music, and... and living out a you know sort of like fictionalizing an actual thing that happened to him in this movie and it's just charming and it's light and there is this sort of dirty hippie aesthetic to the thanksgiving they have and i think it's a great movie i i, I really enjoy this movie defend with my life if it be for my pastures of plenty must always be free The car. Play the one that car. Break out the guitar. Let me see. Don't know if it's the right tune. Try. Let's go riding in the car, car. Let's go riding in the car, car. Let's go riding in the car, car. Let's go riding in the car. I have never seen it. Never, never, never seen it. We we will listen to. I mean, even before uh, being married to Mary Lynn, um, who is a big fan of the Arlo Guthrie uh, kind of. Uh, it's kind of a what would you like a troubadour kind of song, right? Like yeah, it's a yeah, story. Yeah. It's like a storytelling it's a, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. Yeah, it's like a. It's, it's like a talking blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, she was is a huge fan. Um, but even before being married to Mary Lynn, my best friend Corinne. Um, it was like a it was like a ritual every Thanksgiving. We would listen at some point. Someone would put it on, 
This is pre-Spotify. This is pre- Wow, someone, that's cool. Someone would have the vinyl. Someone would have it on uh, fucking whatever. I don't even know at this point. Yeah. Pre-Spotify. But like someone every year would put it on just to put it on. We would we would listen to it. We would laugh along with it. I don't know that we fully listened to it the entire time, but it was there. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It was, it was like, like it was there. just like part of the yeah, part yeah, of yeah. the tradition. It was part of the family, right? Um, well, yeah. one of the things I want to point out is it is the basis, um, which is I think is also very funny and, and sort of like that that uh, '70s sitcom thing is uh, it was the basis of the sitcom Alice. Yeah, you mentioned um, this when we we were talking yeah. off off mic. You mentioned this. I, I vaguely remember the sitcom. Like I wasn't, wasn't yeah, Mel, you know. Yeah, Mel's Mel's Diner. You had Flo the waitress, Kiss My Grits. You know, I mean, it was a very popular. I don't know how long it ran, but it was a very popular sitcom, which has abs. Again, what I think is so funny is the the song has very little to do with the restaurant. <laughs> the movie has the restaurant, but it really doesn't have much to do with the restaurant. But the sitcom has nothing to do with Arlo Guthrie, nothing wow. to do with the Vietnam yeah. War, right, right. and all has to do with this fictional character named Alice, who isn't even based on the Alice in the song or the movie, and this the wacky hijinks of people in a diner. And it's sort of like they based a sitcom... Because they were just looking to do a diner sitcom, sure. and it had very—it had nothing to do with the, the movie. It really had nothing to do with the song. It's like, and I find that that sort of derivative chain to be really interesting. Is that is that is this is this in the era of Mash? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's that's really fucking cool. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I've literally never seen it. Yeah, I really like Alice's Restaurant, and if you're if you're a fan, the thing about it, I always say is if you are a fan of sort of that Easy Rider 1968 to like 72 sort of dirty hippie sort of, uh, and and I say dirty hippie, and I don't really mean it in a pejorative, but sort of that kind of genre of film. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is absolutely one of the top three of those kinds of films. Well, it's also interesting too, like how many films were based on like uh, a, a song or a, a singer songwriter like you know what I mean and it it, it it and I it just brings to mind um like stop making sense or yeah true stories with the Dave, David Byrne right like yeah. like a true artist who creates something outside of just a song like the storytelling yeah. of a song is like blown up beyond just that. Yeah, thing. yeah, and I right? think it's yeah. it's it's really interesting. And the other thing I will say is, and, and it's one of the things that you know maybe not, Arlo Guthrie is really good. Now, granted, he is playing himself, but he's really quite good. He didn't do any other film, um, but he's 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 charming. He's he's got a real laid back kind of charm, and and yeah, he's fun to watch. He's really fun to watch. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the cast of this movie, and I don't, I don't recognize fucking anyone at all. I'm assuming Pete Seeger is the Pete Pete yeah. Seeger. Oh, yeah. Pete Seeger. Yeah. I don't. There's. Yeah. No, I mean, yes, it's the Pete Seeger. I don't recognize anybody in this film. So, yeah. That yeah, it sounds dope. Oh, M. Emmett Walsh. There you go. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right, yeah. There's one. There's one. All right. Yeah. But it's a young, it's a really young. <laughs> oh, I, I bet Walsh. it is. I bet it is. 
Rock and All right, roll. my second. All right. Yeah, yeah. My on. second. Nice. My second food item. Oh, here this we is go. also a thing. This is also a thing that my mom makes. Okay. Um, and she made it. She made it when I was a kid, and this is the real deal. But now she makes it even better. Oh. And I've made it a couple times based on her recipe, and I can't quite get it right, and I don't know what it is I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. But she makes uh, uh, a cornbread stuffing with sausage. Oh. That is that is crazy good. And and I don't know I don't know what she does I don't know if it's the cornbread or the kind of sausage you use but whatever it is she does it and it is divine it is like holy shit and it's the thing is what I what I don't like about a lot of stuffing is that it's really dry yeah and this yeah. is is it's not overly it's not overly moist but it's moist enough that it doesn't you don't have to pour gravy on it for it to be edible you know it's not. It's well, cornbread corn, crumbs corn, and shit. Corn, cornbread, I think good cornbread, I think already has that kind of butter base going for it. Yeah. Right? As yeah, opposed to most most stuffing, I think, is like fucking day old breadcrumb shit. Yeah, it's like you bread, know? it's just dry. Yeah, it's dry yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah, good. And I got yeah. and I will tell you that this cornbread with the sausage stuffed in a turkey is is close to fucking nirvana. It's right? just Spectacular and the just, and the movie. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Well, no, just for the listeners, I'm vegetarian for about I don't even know eight, eight years now. Um, yeah, of course, you know I lived a, a couple decades without being vegetarian. Um, yeah, it's 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 really weird, you know, when I think about. I actually have. It's funny. There's a a burrito tent. A burrito, what do you call it? The, the like a little taco stand that they come up. It's like yeah, a pop up stand, sure. pop up taco stand. Every fucking weekend, these guys come out. A couple times a week, they come out. And man, this this carne asada, the fucking the pastor just fucking wafts down my block, and I'm just like, and it makes you, oh, oh, I want that. And I then want of course to I eat. I want to eat meat. And then of course I think about the fucking dead animals, and I don't want to eat the meat anymore. But god damn it, if it doesn't smell good, so I can yeah. still appreciate a good stuffing recipe. Uh, I just, I, yeah, the meat, the sausage, you, you say. The sausage. Yeah. See, the yeah, thing about it is yeah. you worry about the dead animals. That's the thing is you're lucky. I mean, when I see your, your child, all I can think of is how good she'd be sauteed. This is who <laughs> I am. So, so you know, like a, a pig, I don't care. Anyway, my second film in 1986, uh, it, is, it is my second favorite Woody Allen film. Okay. Uh, my favorite Woody Allen film is not a Thanksgiving film. It is uh, Purple Rose of Cairo. Okay. I find it to That's be great, great one of the great most film. amazing great movies. Film. But this is arguably one of Woody Allen's best films he ever made. It is 1986's Hannah and Her Sisters. Uh, it's got Barbara Hershey, Carrie Fisher, Michael Caine, Mia Farrow, um, Sam Waterston. I mean, it's, it's Max von Sydow. Between two Thanksgivings, two years apart, Hannah's husband falls in love with her sister Lee, with her hypochondriac ex-husband rekindles his relationship with her sister Holly. And basically, this is the, the 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 breakdown. The film covers two contemporary years in the lives of a family of characters, which includes a couple of combative parents, Lloyd Nolan and Maureen. Sullivan, their three daughters, Mia Farrow as the accomplished daughter, Diane Wiest as the unsettled daughter, and Barbara Hershey as the sexy one caught in a deteriorating relationship. 
those would be enough characters and enough complexity to challenge most writers and satisfy most audiences, but not Woody Allen, who then adds a cheating husband, Michael Caine, who's married to Pharaoh but lusts after Hershey, a neurotic former husband, Woody Allen, as a hypochondriac TP producer who's married to Pharaoh but is now dating uh, sister played by Weist. It's just... It, and what I love about it is there's a couple of things that I think are, are quite good. Number one, the dialogue in this movie is among the best you're going to see in maybe any movie, um, certainly by Alan and, and maybe maybe of that of the 80s. I mean, I just think it is a, a masterful script. You have such great actors. Uh, Max von Sydow by himself as the sort of aging artist who's fucking the young girl, but he's disaffected. He's so... It's just a role you don't see him in. Michael Caine is really, really funny. Um, and, you know, I think it's a really good movie. But the other thing I really like about it is Woody Allen always had sort of sort of a love affair with New York City. Mm-hmm. I mean, always had that. But this particular film really takes its time to both in unspoken ways, show you New York City. And and there's one scene where Sam Waterston actually gives an extended tour of some of the famous buildings in New York City. This really is, of all, you know, you can say, oh, yeah, Annie Hall, is a, that's fine, Manhattan. But this movie, Hannah and Her Sisters, really is his, here's, here's a family that can't quite, you know, they're all basically Woody Allen. All of them have those sort of, uh, neurotic tendencies, and it's a real love story to the city that he he loves the most. And so I I, I thoroughly love Hannah and her sisters, and I think it is absolutely a Thanksgiving Why are you film. Quitting? Why? The news is good. You don't have cancer. The thing. Do you realize what a thread we're all hanging by? Mickey, you're off the hook. You should be celebrating. Can you understand how meaningless everything is? Everything I'm talking about. Our lives, the show, the whole world, it's meaningless. Yeah, but you're not dying. No, I'm not dying now. But, but you know, when I ran out of the hospital, I, I was so thrilled because they told me I was going to be all right. And I'm running down the street, and suddenly I stopped because it hit me. All right, so, I'm, you know, I'm not going to go today. I'm okay. I'm not going to go tomorrow. But eventually, I'm going to be in that position. You're just realizing this now? No, I don't realize it now. I know it all the time, but but I managed to stick it in the back of my mind because it's a very horrible thing to think about. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you a secret? Yes, please. A week ago, I bought a rifle. I went to a store, I bought a rifle. I was going to, you know, if they told me that I had a tumor, I was going to kill myself. The only thing that might have stopped me, might have, is my parents would be devastated. I would I would have to shoot them also first. And then I have an aunt and uncle. I would have, you know, it would have been a bloodbath. Yeah, I, you know... The one thing that I, well, one of the, one of the things that I love about Woody Allen in his filmmaking is he really does pour himself into his writing and storytelling, right? Like, I mean, even if he is not starring in the film, there was always some sort of actor doing a surrogate version of Woody in the movie. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, Jesse Eisenberg, right, yeah, right, yeah, everybody's... Right, right. Uh, Edward Norton in uh, the, the musical Norton one, and, everyone says I love yeah. you. You know, I mean, there's somebody always doing it. Um, and so I, I I, really do appreciate that about him as an artist. Um, he, he, has a, he has a very uh, succinct view of the world, and we get to see it. And I, I love that. I love that. You know, um, I have yeah, what, not what seen I love about- this one in, in probably about 10, 15 years. So, yeah, I, I will revisit it. Um, 
yeah, with all of his kind of like complications and you know blah 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 woke bullshit. Um, yeah, it's been kind. Yeah, of yeah. Diff- it's been kind of difficult revisiting some of his films, but you know I loved fucking deconstructing Harry. I loved. Uh, yeah. What was the one with the cookie shop where they 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 open a cookie shop in order to break into the bank next door? It's uh, Tracy Ullman. What oh the shit! Fuck that's is that not one. That's not Broadway, Danny Rose. Is no, it? no, it's later no. Than that's that. not Broadway. It's later than that. Yeah, it is later than that. Pull See, that's it, you seem to be. Yeah, you seem to be connected with some of his small later time stuff. crooks. I small love, time crooks. Okay, small, small time, time crooks. crooks. Okay, you know. So but, I, I but, prefer his middle period. I like the early stuff. I like Sleeper. I like played against Sam when he was sort of like I'm a stand up comic and now I'm kind of doing films. Sure. But what I what I really like and that's I in, in terms of his I think he's like three different versions of Woody Allen films. The version you're talking about is that's when his love for the French filmmaking took over. Um, he started he started really kind of experimenting, and, and, and you can really see that. But what I love about this middle section, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. and, and Hand and Your Sisters, is it's like he wrote plays. I mean, Hand and Your sure. Sisters, yeah. as an yeah. example, yeah. would be such a successful play. It's so well done um, and it's the, again, the script is so tight and the language is so much fun to listen to. Um, I think crimes and misdemeanors is an example of that where it's it, like, it just simply could be a play. Mm. It's so damn good. The characters are so rich. The language is so much fun to listen to. And everybody in those roles kind of understands how those lines need to be said for the maximum effectiveness. Um, and, and that's why I, I really, yeah, like well, I said, I, 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 and specifically, Hannah and her sisters would be great on stage because it's 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 all interior shit. Like, yeah, I mean, they, exactly. They, yeah, they might go out on the street a couple times, but like, it's all just kind of interior shots. Like, it could be really, really, yeah, it could be special. That'd be really interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll, again, I'll have to revisit it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I like I said, I think his early his earliest stuff was "How Do I Make You Laugh" and 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 just really crazy laughter stuff and then and I mean, the second dude, thing just like outstanding like, he was I, writing plays and wasn't concerned about the filmmaking as much and then his third sort of iteration was it was all about the making of the film rather than necessarily right. the quality of the script and that's right. not to say that the scripts were bad it's just they didn't have the zest and the pop right. of that middle middle period yeah yeah no i agree midnight in paris is one of the later ones that i really like I um, love that one. Yeah, it's but just out, adorable. Outside, but... but outside of that the kind of third period, I, I just yeah no the the yeah looking at his his kind of filmography yeah from 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 sleeper through uh, let's say radio days maybe crime, yeah I think maybe radio... maybe crimes and misdemeanors maybe nah because I think I think no, crimes purple, and misdemeanors no, is absolutely purple, a play well, Hannah, purple rose radio purple roses radio days yeah purple roses got that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Everybody, uh, you know, check out Woody Allen's fucking filmography. Go back. I'm going to have to go back. I haven't, it's been a long time. Yeah, word. I like the choice. What's your third? Yeah, rock what's and your, roll. What's your third food? And then my film? third. My third food is, is something that I make. Okay. And I actually think this is a perfect food to eat while watching this film. Right. Um, this is something that I, that I, I don't know if I read a recipe or if I just made it up, but I really love this. And <laughs> it's so rich. It's so rich and so overwhelming that most people, when I make this, I might be the only one that really digs into it. And that doesn't bother me because I fucking love it. But it's really 
kind of decadent in its own way. It is an eggnog yam casserole. So you mix the yams and the eggnog together. Uh-huh. You add you add golden I, raisins can I, can I, soaked I just, in rum. Can I just jump in really quick? What is the difference between a yam and a sweet potato? Same thing. Well, yeah, technically a yam. I mean, you candy a yam, but I I I, I get the sweet potatoes. Okay. okay. So I, I call them yams. So I call I did, it a yam casserole. I just have to ask. Okay. Good. I'm sure Sorry. there's a difference, but I'm not. I'm not. You know, Mary Lynn. I'm not Mary, Guy Mary Mary Lynn would tell us the difference, but she's not here with tonight. You're goddamn right. I'm not Guy Fieri. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway, um, you add you add golden raisins that have been soaked overnight in rum. So rum raisins, nice. and then you make an oat. You take oatmeal cookies. Like actual, like the hard ones, not like soft, mushy ones, but the, those, you know what I'm talking about? Those crunchy fucking, fucking things that yeah, you buy yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the shitty part of the aisle where like the cookies yeah. that only, and yeah. you jam them and mash it and you make the crust out of that. Okay. And I got to tell you, it is, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty intense because yeah. it's a lot of flavor and it's, it's very sweet, but God damn it. I love it. It's, it's a little bit much, but it's delicious. And a little bit goes a long way, and I love it with all my heart. And okay. to accompany uh-huh. that very rich, very sweet, uh, almost overwhelmingly delicious casserole, I'm going to make my third pick, 1987's, in my opinion, the greatest single Thanksgiving movie in history, Steve Martin, yep. John Candy, yep. Planes, Trains, and automobiles. Fuck yeah, directed, written, produced by John Hughes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And and just, you know, full disclosure going forward, I think this is great that we kind of reach this apex of the episode because I would agree that this is hands down the best Thanksgiving film of all time. Of, of all, all time. time. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I mean it's it's everything from you get to see you get to see uh Steve Martin really playing, really actually playing the 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 straight man role. Yeah, yeah. Which he didn't up to that point wasn't really doing a whole lot of that, and and he and he's so fucking funny. The whole my fucking car, my fucking car. Oh, with the, fuck, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, That whole yep, scene, yep, 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 yep is yep. just one of the fucking funniest. It just it's ridiculously funny. But on here's one of my favorite John Candy stories this way because because what I love about John Candy is John Candy came up through SCTV and he's just this fat goofy dot guy he did Uncle Buck he, I mean he's just ridiculously funny he did all kinds of stuff with Martin Short but jumping jumping beyond planes trains and automobiles one of the things I remember reading uh he was in JFK yep and he only had two scenes in JFK, but he really wanted to fucking knock this out of the park because he was not really ser- he was not considered really a serious actor. Right. And Oliver Stone, for time, was going to cut John Candy's scenes. We, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Kevin Costner went to bat for him. Well, what I love about it is he wouldn't have had to go to bat for him if Oliver Stone had bothered to watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles because... What is so lovely about John Candy is he is really funny. And then at a certain point in this film, specifically in the hotel room, specifically after the pillow joke, <laughs> you know, when he finally reveals that that how lonely he is and 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 that he has no place to go for Thanksgiving, that he is just, you know, that all of this is sort of like a mask for his pain and insecurity and loneliness 
it I mean I'm tearing up just thinking about it right now. It is one of the single most beautiful simple sad performances of the man's career and I think the two of them together are so good and I think I mean you know you got to poke a band in a truck how you know every a car that's been totally burnt out that they're driving on the road I mean there's well, wait, just the pol- not the polka anything ba- wait, hold on the polka band of the truck was home alone was that Home Alone? That was Home Alone. Yeah. Just oh, when he was in the polka band. I'm that's sorry. Correct. I apologize. Oh, that's all right. that's I apologize. All right. I just got, I just, just clarification. That's all right. No worries. John no Candy worries. just makes me happy. No, you're right. You're 100% right. He's, but no, I just, there's just nothing about this movie that I don't, I just feel. It It just makes me feel the way I think you're supposed to feel at Thanksgiving. For two comedians who had, you know, and obviously Martin is still going, God bless, um, you know, and doing some of the best work in his life, I think. With, with oh, um, I think you're right. You know, I think he's phenomenal. Martin Short. We, with yeah, Martin yeah, Short, yeah. With yeah. the show. Um, Murders in the building, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Candy, I think his, his career, his life was just, he's cut too short, but that's what happens when you're a fucking gigantic guy. I mean, you know, it, just, yeah, it happens. Yeah. It happened, happened to Belushi. It happened to Chris Farley. It happened to, you know, it happens. Now, I don't know that John Candy was doing the fucking cocaine and all that shit like everybody else. I don't believe that's I don't the case. Think, no, I, don't I think, think he either. just died of natural. He just Correct. died because he was a fat guy and he had a sure, heart sure. problem. Sure. But there's something about, you know, and this will go to something I'll discuss in, in one of my movies. There's um, there's John Goodman. There's Charles Durning. There's uh, 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 Death of a Salesman, FX. What the fuck is his name? Big Brian guy. Brown? No, no, not Brian no. Brown. The other Brian one. Dennehy. Dennehy. Brown, Brian Dennehy. Brian Dennehy. Jesus yes. Christ. You know, well, if and you like, say you FX, heard, and I'm like, who the fuck is I FX? I know, it's and the, the like, other oh, fucking right. lead of FX. All right. So, yeah. you know, you had these guys who came up. Some of them were serious actors, obviously Candy and some of the other comedic actors. Um, but it just, it, it, I have such nostalgia. I have such warm feelings about an era where... A two hundred and eighty pound dude could warm the hearts of the fucking country. You know what I mean? Like these guys could be the leads in something. You know, Gandalf. Yeah, Gandalf I, Gandalfini's another one. You know, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. you know, different for the Sopranos, a uh, different kind of genre. But like, you know, nowadays, I'm I'm wondering, I'm wondering where those actors are. I don't see them. You know, I see dudes that are ripped. I see, you know, dudes well, Hollywood like, is for the dudes that are ripped, and the rest of America is for the fat asses. It just because it just doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. You know, I just watched that. Yeah. Um, the what is it? The, the the fucking Watcher, I think it was called on Netflix. Oh, Ryan, did you Ryan on Murphy Netflix? Thing. I haven't I did, watched. I did watch it. I did watch it, and I like um, what's his face, Bobby Cannaval, Cannavali, Cannaval. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know how you pronounce his name. I like him a lot. He played. Uh, uh, Joe DiMaggio in Blonde, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he like was him. Good. I like him a lot. He was in The Irishman, right? Like him a yeah. lot. But like even him, I'm like, you're not ripped, but you kind of look. You kind of look kind of sickly because your body's kind of skinny, but your head is big. Like where, where are these character actors? Where are these character actors? Where are the John Candies? Where's your Where's you know? your JT Walsh? That's your what JT I'm Walsh. saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You know. So like anyway, this is totally fucking off the subject but yeah 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 it just you know this this is one of the most heartwarming heart-wrenching films i've ever seen like i will hands down cry 
five times during plane trades and automobiles. Like hands, oh, uh, hands absolutely. Up, hands up. Well, especially when at you least know where five times. Where, where, where you know where it's leading, when you know where it's oh, coming, yeah, and you yeah, know the yeah, secret of, yeah. of, of Dell, yeah. you kind of go there. And like, like I even, said, even to me, this is this is the movie. Like we're going to talk about this when we talk about the Christmas. So like if if somebody, if aliens came down, mm-hmm. and it was my responsibility mm-hmm. to explain to them certain cultural things they were looking at, if they said, explain Thanksgiving. I'm not going to show them the last of the Mohicans. I'm not going to show them no. anything about the pilgrims. God, Jesus, no, I'm going to no. show them planes, trains, and sure. automobiles and sure. say, this, this is what Thanksgiving is supposed to feel like. I never did introduce myself. Del Griffith, American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. I sell shower curtain rings. Best in the world. And you are? Uh, Neil Page. Neil Page. Pleased to meet you, Neil Page. So what do you do for a living, Neil Page? Marketing. Marketing. Super. Super. Fabulous. Isn't that nice? Uh, look, I don't want to be rude, but uh, I'm not much of a conversationalist, and I'd pretty like to finish this article. A friend of mine wrote it, so... Don't let me stand in your way. Please don't let me stand in your way. The last thing I want to be remembered as is an annoying blabbermouth. <laughs> you know, nothing grinds my gears worse than some chowderhead who doesn't know when to keep his big trap shut. If you catch me running off of the mouth, just give me a poke in the chops. Oh. Oh, that feels good. Oh, God, I'm telling you. My dogs are barking. This sure. Day. And and you know, uh, pursuant to that, we'll just let's just lead into mine. Uh, mine All is right, yeah. my my first choice would be uh, your uh, food. Yeah, uh, nineteen ninety one Dutch. No, but you got to say your food first. My food first. Oh fuck me. Your okay. food first. My food God first. Damn it. I we have talked this about whole this. Thing up. Well, it's Dutch we, apple no, pie. Right. So there you go. Of course it, it is. It still fits because the fucking movie's called Dutch. I don't have any specific reason for Dutch apple pie. If you want French apple pie, you want apple pie, American apple pie with a fucking slice of goddamn American cheese. I don't know what. Do cre- you do the cheese? Fucking Cretans. I don't know what fucking Cretans out there. Hey, back Put up. a fucking warm oh. slice of fucking okay. American cheese on a fucking delicious piece of apple pie. You should just Donnie, die. Donnie, Donnie, you're talking to one of those Cretans. Well, Fuck you. But I don't like American cheese. It's got to be white cheddar cheese, but God damn it, it is such a, what it I've is. I've never even heard white cheddar cheese, right. so I'll give no. you that. But So I'm going to tell you, the reason you do the white cheddar cheese, oh, the reason you do the cheese okay. is because there is nothing better than that sweet, salty combination. And the cheese no. has just enough salty, but it's also nice and melty. Oh, it's so fucking good. That's, it's so much better than ice cream. Uh, you know... Look, I as someone who is is, is you need to try it before you bitch about what a cretin I am. You need to try it first, as, and then you tell me how right I am. As someone who is expanding his palate day by day, as he gets older, I I I will I will say that um, I will never try it. But you're okay no, for enjoying you will it. Try it. You're okay you for enjoying it. it. Is what I'm saying. coming to L.A. and I'm going to fucking Fuck force that. feed you some fucking oh apple pie God. with white cheddar cheese melted on top, okay, and you're going to go. Hope you're, prepared. you're going to stop. 
You're going to stop and you're going to go, motherfucker, you're the genius. This is the best thing I ever had. And then you're going to shoot a load in your pants and pass out. I hope you're prepared to eat the rest of that fucking piece of pie. Because that sounds repulsive to me. Fine. No problem. Partial apology if I did any permanent damage. It'd take a lot more than you got to give me any permanent damage. Well, my doctor wants me to get my cholesterol under a thousand, but uh, hotcakes and bacon on a cold day, pretty sexy. I want you to know that I could have hurt you a lot more than I did. Yeah. Seriously. I'm a high brown belt. Yeah? Yeah, I've been training for three years. Your working class ego can't handle a kid of my position and standing beating you up, can it? My working class ego can handle that and a hell of a lot more. Are you admitting that I could defeat you in a fight? Why don't you shut up? I beat you mentally, then I beat you physically. You know, yesterday you had nothing to say. Today you're a parrot. I'm ready here. Anyway. So, anyway, tell me about to that. Dutch. Nin- fucking 1991 Dutch. Dutch. Um, so it's a good segue because this was uh, also produced by John Hughes, written by John Hughes, not directed by John Hughes, though, unfortunately. Um, it does have that, uh, that same kind of uh, road trip buddy movie vibe to it that Plain Strains does uh, to people. I have to admit, I think I saw this in the theater and I can't remember no, anything it's about not, it. So it's you not, have to refresh it's not, Tell me the story. It's not like, great. I mean, it's not great. Uh, you know, um, working man Dutch at O'Neill is dating the divorced Natalie, Joe Beth Williams. And he offers, That's right. he offers to drive her stuffy 13-year-old Doyle, Ethan Randall. From his private school in Atlanta to his mother's home in Chicago for Thanksgiving. Doyle is not interested and he blames Natalie for the divorce and wants nothing to do with mom's new boyfriend, especially given the man's lowly working class roots. This pairing makes for a journey filled with bickering, mishaps, and eventually bonding. And, you know, I'll say that about my picks. Um, the, The biggest through line through my picks is... Uh, there is the unlikely uh, kind of pairing that happens. The two uh, two people, multiple people get together, shouldn't be together, don't want to be together. It's obligatory, whatever. Conflict happens, and then there's a resolution, right? There's like a heartwarming. So basic, basically, kind of basically, your your thing for you, Thanksgiving is basically a a buddy cop film. I mean, it's just thanks. It's just uh, every holiday for every person ever who's lived i mean that's just how it goes like you don't want to go you go some bullshit goes down you go through the bullshit and then there's resolution and then you fucking go home i mean you have such a negative view of holidays oh my god what i mean what, what, I what just, well, how is it how is it donnie that you're a decade younger than me but you're the curmudgeon that's crazy I, well you know i i i i'm i yeah i don't know i blame i blame hollywood i guess i blame i, I blame the movies yeah, I don't know. Um, I think so movie, much bitterness about about the holiday. It's just I, so bitter. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. This are we in therapy right now? If we're in therapy right now, that's great because we should talk about E.G. Daly in this movie. Well, and E.G. Daly well, is other, hot as fuck in this movie. 
Do you, know, do you know E.G. Daly? I don't. She was Pee Wee Herman's girlfriend in that. Oh, okay, yes, the, yes, I. She, okay, yes, I do. Yeah, she's smoking. E.G. E. Daly is hot as fuck in this movie. Yeah, and she's just, smoking. Yeah. I don't even know how old she was in 1991. I was what? Uh, Thirteen. Holy sure. fuck! God, she was hot as fuck. Anyway, sorry. Digression. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, all right, so your Thanksgiving movie no, is, so I, it is, is you're going to eat the apple pie, you're going to shoot a load in your pants. I mean, you, and then you you're know, think about when you get stressed out, you get stressed yeah. out, your family stresses you out, you go into fucking, hey, rub one out in the fucking bathroom, leave me alone. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, after you eat your uh, Dutch apple pie, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Yeah. With cheese. I don't fucking, not with fucking cheese. You can't put the cheese on that because the Dutch apple pie has the streusel topping. You can put your no, cheese, you can. you can put your cheese on Salty any other apple sweet. pie. Oh, fuck Salty me. and sweet. Salty Jesus and sweet. Jesus fucking Christ. Saying. I'm moving Salty on to my second picture. All right. Well, no, before you get to the picture, you get to the damn food. It, you're right. You're right. And this will be Brussels food. sprouts. Like just plain Brussels bro- sprouts. Th- 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 are they sautéed? Are they boiled? Do they have any kind of spices? Just you can maybe oven roast them with some talk. balsamic vinegar if you want. I'm gonna to. say talk talk about mailing this shit Brussels in, man. Brussels sprouts. Jesus Christ, Brussels, Brussels okay, sprouts. I mean, I'm giving you all kinds of sage and all because shit. I'll tell you what. Brussels sprouts. I'll tell you what. Do you do you like Brussels sprouts? I do actually. If you burn the fuck out of them, like leave them in there, like a 450. Leave them in there way too long. Oh, see, the best Just way to make them Brussels in sprouts. Way too long. In, in, in my opinion, the best way to make Brussels sprouts is that first of all, you get fresh, not frozen. No, correct. You cut them in correct, half. Correct. You cut them in half. Correct. Right. Yes. And then you get some olive oil. And yes. I mean, you fucking. It is hot. Douse that, that shit. That, yeah. That pan better be so goddamn hot. It's just like spitting oil. And then you drop them in there and sauté them. And while you're sautéing them, just a little. I mean, just a just a little bit of Cajun spice. No Cajun just spice. Just a little. Oh fuck! In, that's what's the in best. Cajun spice. That's not like Old Bay. It's, Old Bay is that's like seafood. What no, is no Cajun, Cajun spice. It's uh, you know paprika? it's like uh, ca- ca- cayenne? cayenne pepper, like cayenne paprika? pepper, a little paprika, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and oh damn, man! I'll tell you what they're okay. they, because if you don't you don't overdo it, but it just gives it gives each Brussels sprout just a little. Sure. Kick. A little pe- and if a you piquant, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. I like the way you say that, like you're French. Piquant. Uh, yeah. Piquant. We burnt the fuck out of ours one you? night. It was amazing. We doused the shit out of it with olive oil and just salt and just salt and pepper. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Keep but, it simple. Yeah. But we left it in there way too fucking long, and it just crisped up just so fucking nicely. They were so good. They yeah. were like, they were like, actually, thank you for leading me into this because I I did try to phone this in. Um, yeah. Burn the fuck out of your Brussels sprouts with just some olive oil and some uh, salt and pepper, and uh, that will lead you into my next pick, which is 1993's Grumpy Old Men. Gee, you picked up on that, Sherlock. Excuse me! I wonder if you gentlemen could tell me uh, where I could find Mr. Gustafson? No, Gustafson, no, no, sorry. Mr. John Gustafson? That's right. Uh, I, uh... You mean the uh, low-life, ass-wipe, egg-sucker John Gustafson? Have you seen him? Man's crazy. Loco. Always hanging out around those kinky strip bars. You know, the ones where the men take their clothes off? That's, of course, if he's taking his medication. 
Medication. Yes, without it, he could be anywhere, wandering around, talking to the trees. Believe me, this man is a menace. He's always drinking, starting fights. Isn't that right? But have you seen him? No. Sorry. I think perhaps, um, no, no, yeah. no. If you see him. Would you give him this and tell him he must contact Mr. Yes. Snyder as yes. soon as possible? Uh -huh. Okay. Snyder. Snyder. That's me. It's important. Important. Yes, sir. We'll tell him when we see him. Yes. Yes. I, I, I think Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau are uh, uh, crispy old bucking Brussels sprouts. I think they are. Well, I, well, what I love, and the thing about it is, uh, again, this is not a movie I've seen in a long time, but what I loved well, I about this movie. I, I hadn't seen what it. What I loved. Yeah, what I loved about this movie is, and and for those listeners that are probably younger than you, uh, if we have any of them, um, you know, you know, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon were the original Odd Couple yeah. in the film. Oh yeah, yeah. And and so this is such. A, it was sort of like, how do we take if 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 uh, if these two characters from the 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 Neil Simon play that ultimately the movie, if these guys. What happens when they get fucking old? Yeah, because yeah, they're just yeah. because ultimately in Grumpy Old Men they are the ostensibly they are exactly the same characters as oh, yeah. Felix, Felix Unger oh, yeah. and Oscar Madison, and yeah. it's really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's also really fucking sad. You know, yeah. like if anybody has older family members who may be single or you know divorced and and whatever the fuck it might be, like it, it's also really it's. It's it's kind of rough. It's kind of rough to watch. Like it's it's kind of hard to watch. Yeah, you know. Um, uh, just for people who don't know, um, uh, Jack Lemmon, Walter Matthau are two curmudgeonly neighbors who have been at each other's throats for years. The rivalry of their former friends and intensifies when Anne Margaret comes along, and provides yep. a love interest for both of them. And I'm sorry, Anne Margaret. She no matter hot what age, as fuck. No matter what in age. This movie, no matter what age. Hot. No as matter what fuck. age. It doesn't matter how really? old this woman is, young oh. this woman is. Anne Margaret is just. She's like Angie Dickinson. Oh. It doesn't matter how old she got. She just was smoking. Yeah, just, uh, just out fucking standing. Yeah. Um. And look, what's brilliant? Um. And again, uh, you know, I'm going to complain about modern filmmaking. What's brilliant to me about this is. Taking these two guys who have known each other for decades and have worked I mean, with each other literally. for decades and like putting them on screen and they have it's just an immediate fucking relationship. Not yeah. oh, not, yeah. those not, guys have not, been working together forever. And not just pop culture wise. Right? No, personally. My daughter can watch this movie in ten years when she's uh twelve mm -hmm. twelve or thirteen years old, right? She will she will recognize that these two guys have a fucking intangible relationship. Right? Well, what you got to do is you got to make her watch well, tangible, the odd tangible, couple. not intangible. Tangible yeah. Yeah. relationship. You got to make her watch the odd couple god first and then the next night watch Grumpy Old Men and I you mean, go, "Oh my god, but you this don't is, this get is... that kind of shit with filmmaking nowadays." When I was no, when don't. I was at Steppenwolf, I was doing my internship at Steppenwolf. Rondi Reed and I were talking, and Rondi she was in Wicked, she's been on a ton yeah, of fucking yeah, TV yeah, movies, yeah. whatever. But she was talking like she I think played Husband and wife with I want to say it was uh, Rick. What the fuck is Rick's name? Rick. I'm not gonna remember his last name. Uh, Steppenwolf Ensemble member. Not gonna remember his name. Anyway, and she said to me, she's like, "Honey, I mean, there's like a difference between like me being cast with somebody 
and me working with somebody that I've known for 25 fucking years, right? Yeah. Like when I walk on stage, we are automatically husband and wife. It just happens. Yeah. That's just, you know. So like if I were to do something with you, Don, on stage, we bring with us 30 years of fucking relationship. You're never, yeah. never going to make that happen in just being cast with somebody. Maybe you smoke some yeah. dope, you have some drinks with them, whatever. It'll be, it'll be all right. But like you're never going to bring all of that on stage with you. That's what these fucking guys do in this movie. And I hadn't seen this yeah. movie. I hadn't seen this movie in, again, like 20 years. But like rewatching it, like that was a huge thing for me. It's like what they bring working together. And there's, of course, this is, I don't, I don't know when this fucking trend started, but the, um, the end credits have the kind of like oh, out- yeah, outtakes. The- that actually the outtakes I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you you know where the outtakes started please Cannonball Run okay no yes yes I yeah I could totally picture him yeah oh fuck me yeah. oh, oh you're knocking shit so over I got so excited I just yeah, dropped yeah, my yeah no no head. yeah cannon, cannon, oh Cannonball so sorry Cannonball Run that's oh all right you're, you're there's technical run. difficulties no but Cannonball Run was the uh, Cannonball Run was the original let's do outtakes at the end of the movie and that was primarily because Dom DeLuise could not <laughs> keep not his shit laugh. Together. Yeah. He yeah. couldn't keep his shit together. So <laughs> so they just decided this was just too funny. And and yeah, Grumpy Old Man has the outtakes and I love And that. watching that's, this I, and watching and Burgess Meredith, who I mean Jesus yeah. Christ, the dude dude had Come to be on. like fucking like 80, 90 something at this point. Right? He I was hundred and fifty fucking years dude. old. Yeah. He was hundred and fifty years old when he did Rocky for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. So like you know, to, so to see him and 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 Jack Lemon without, it's it's really fucking special. And I think that's another thing that I want to point out. I think that that's something that's missing nowadays that we don't we we just don't have it. Everything nowadays is again about the young, ripped, hot, fucking. I want to fuck you. I want to jerk off on your face. Fuck you. Blah blah blah. There's none of this cool older shit where it's like people See, who have lived. I'm, I'm going to back you up. I'm going to contradict you. Ninety years I'm, of life. I'm going to I'm going to contradict you oh, please. because we yeah, just God. we just talked about Steve Martin and Martin Short and murders in the building. Um, it is uh, happening. It is happening. But it's, it's not, not happening hold as on, often. Hold on, hold and on, that hold relationship. On. Hold on. The relationship between Steve Martin and Martin Short are, is really, I think, very similar. To Jack Lemmon and Mark Walter Mantha, because they've been working together for decades, and they just, like you yeah. said, Ronnie Reed, yes. they just get each other. Yes, yes, but I don't think the story that they're telling in that show is is what's reflected in these kind of things. That's, I think, the that's difference. That's fair. That's what I think I the think difference that's fair. is. I yeah. think that's fair. Yeah, yeah I think right. that's totally fair. So then moving on. Uh, uh, my, Food. Uh, my next, Food first. My, my next piece will be Turkey. Turkey. All right, you lazy motherfucker. How do you like your turkey? turkey. How does it cook? Oh, I do you like it deep fried? I do you like don't it? like turkey. I'm a fucking oh. vegetarian, and I'll tell you. So why the, did you put turkey? Things, hold on, I'll I'll get there. One of the times that I I prepared a turkey from scratch, we we were living in Los Angeles. Uh, Corinne and I uh, had an apartment. We shared an apartment, and her boyfriend. We were going to do this like big fucking Thanksgiving thing. And so she wanted to buy a fucking turkey and make it from scratch. It was the first time either of us were making a turkey from scratch. Other times, grandma did it, dad did it, whoever the fuck did it. It was our first time. I wanted to fucking puke the entire fucking time because you've got this 
pasty white slap wet slappy fucking thing that you're dealing with and you gotta take you gotta reach into it and pull the fucking shit out of it and it, yeah it, i yeah. wanted to fucking vomit the entire it's and this wonderful. is before years before i went vegetarian i wanted to fucking vomit it was the worst experience in my life i will never ever be part of cooking a turkey ever again it was awful Awful, awful. Okay. I will say. I'm gonna, no, uh, you're going to cook go, a turkey go, with me go. because I'm going to tell you how I cook a turkey. I mean, yeah, I, I, I like yeah. turkey. I love turkey. Yeah. But but I, when I cook a yeah. turkey, it when I cook a turkey, it takes it takes a good solid two hours of prep. No. And the reason it takes, no, the reason it takes a two all, a, 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 is that I, what I like to do is I like to take cloves. You know, oh. cloves are like, they're oh, like, like push pins. I like smoke the cloves. I smoke the cloves. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> well, I like to take the cloves, the little push pin cloves, the actual cloves, uh-huh. and I like to poke them into the skin of the, oh, like, and make a total pattern so it's like, through, uh, over the entire thing. It's so just like cloves all over the goddamn turkey. Uh, so your, your, turkey, and your, then, turkey, your turkey looks like Hellraiser. By the time you're done, it does look like it does actually look like Hellraiser. And then I glaze it. I I always put stuffing in there. And then Uh and then I glaze it with a honey soy sauce mixture. And I just glaze it over there. And then I stick it in the oven. And every uh, probably like 20, 25 minutes, I go in and I baste. I baste. I baste. Baste it. Oh man! And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, you know, you know Greg Allen, right? No, I don't. I don't believe so. Greg Allen, Greg Allen from Chicago. He was the creator of "Too Much Light Makes the Baby Go Blind," the oh, new yeah. futurist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Greg Allen uh, would come to my orphan's Thanksgiving once in a while, and he came one year, and I've never seen anybody look so blissful in my life because Greg's a big guy, bald, you know, kind of bald. You know, just a big guy. You know, and he's a real. And what I love about Air, about about Greg is he is an incredibly arrogant artist. He's a real snob, so he doesn't. So he sort of the way you are about Thanksgiving. He didn't like anything. He didn't like fucking anything. He is just a snob. However, I watched him sit. I've never seen because you know everybody was eating turkey and ham. I made I made all kinds of food that year. So it's when Jen and I lived in the Hobbit house. That says uh, an apartment we had that was like a yeah. like a really low ceiling. Right, so I called it the right, Hobbit house. Right, right. But I I watched him not talk to a single person at the Thanksgiving, because what he was doing was sitting in the kitchen on a stool, literally picking pieces of turkey. And I walked in. And I said, Jesus Christ, how much turkey are you gonna eat? Is this done? This is the best fucking turkey I've ever had. I lead with that. That's what I'm saying. What's I mean, your God movie? Bless. God bless. Uh, my my movie is 1995's uh, Home for the Holidays. Direct, okay, now you got to tell me Jodie Foster. Tell me why you like this movie because I don't. You know, I'll be honest. Because um, I don't like this movie. When 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 you tasked me me with this project of of of. <laughs> Top three Thanksgiving movies, by the way. Not just oh, yeah, like I'm not messing around. Not not just like a Thanksgiving movie. Top no, three. No, let's go. Top hey, three. This Top is three. a movie so, podcast. No, no. We got an hour to fill. Let's get let's enough. get in there, man. Fair let's enough. get in there. Fair enough. I had never ever considered Thanksgiving movies before. I have my Halloween movies. I take a yeah, I, I take a fucking break for a month, and then I start with my Christmas movies. And frankly. 
a lot of these holiday movies that especially grumpy old men uh, that it, it 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 like straddles the line between it goes from thanksgiving ish to like christmas ish right so like sure. I, i'm even kind of i'm even kind of fucking around even picking that movie so yeah, so you like know, Brussels I had, sprouts. Before I have to talk you through Brussels, fuck Jesus you, Christ, fuck you. and turkey. Even though you don't eat turkey, fuck you turkey. just you pick turkey and you don't even eat it because shame on well, you. Well, hold on, I pick it because turkey. It this movie has a certain turning point that happens while Robert Downey Jr. is carving the turkey. All high right, that's as fair. fuck, high as fuck, mind you. Because this is well, like he was high as fuck. He, for a this whole is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. well, being high has nothing to do with the movie. This is just him in real life, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And there's like this thing happens with a turkey, and like it's a big fucking to do in the movie. So that's why I picked turkey, folks, because of the fucking film itself. No, 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 no I'll go. I said I would. Oh Jesus Christ! I'll go. It's my wife. Oh Jesus Christ! I'll go. It's my fault. I'm sorry. I just acted like I was too. Okay. The rest of us, we'll just sit here in the dark and keep each other company. Honey. Right, Gladdy? Company. What else is there? Mommy, where are you, please? You okay? You look, you look okay. It's all relative. Nobody means what they say on Thanksgiving, Mom. You know that. It's what the day is supposed to be all about, right? Torture. I'm giving thanks that we don't have to go through this for another year. Except we do. Because those bastards went and put Christmas right in the middle. Just to punish us. Come on. Let's go out and keep eating, okay? It'll all be okay if we just stuff ourselves till we can't even... I have never seen Home for the Holidays. I, I bought the movie specifically. Did you watch it before this? Yes, sir. Yes. I bought it specifically for this podcast. It's a terrible movie. Um, It's... It, story-wise... It's a terrible it's not, movie, Donnie. Story-wise, it's not, it's not great. It's not great. Performance-wise, I think it's, it's pretty outstanding. I think it's pretty outstanding. You have, I mean, I think Holly Hunter is just charming as fuck. I think she is charming right. as fuck. And I don't really like Holly Hunter. I liked her in Raising Arizona. Okay. Yeah. I like her in this. I love Holly Hunter. I don't, I would be hard pressed to think of other amazing Holly okay. Hunter movies. Can but I, like, can, uh, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to throw out two Holly Hunter just the, while you're talking about it. One, yeah, one that I please. almost picked for my Thanksgiving movies. We talked about this briefly. There's a movie with Holly Hunter and Richard Dreyfuss called Once Around. Danny Aiello's in it. Gina Rollins is in it. And it is, I, it, it, I, I couldn't call it a Thanksgiving movie because it, I mean, there there is a Thanksgiving scene, but I couldn't call it a Thanksgiving movie. But it is sure. a lovely, it is a beautiful, lovely fucking movie. It's one of the best okay. things. The other Never Holly Hunter yeah. movie. Uh-huh. I know. You should see it. I highly recommend I, I, Once I, Around. I, 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 okay. The other Holly Hunter movie that also happens to be, we were talking about like these relationships that, that over time, earlier, Richard Dreyfus and Holly Hunter in, uh, oh shit, now what's it called? Steven Spielberg directed it. 
Um, uh, he's dead. He's dead. She's alive. He wants yeah, her to find love, but he doesn't really. Fuck me. You're fucking with me now. I had I had Awaken- it in my head just not a, a second it's not ago. A, it's not Awakenings. No, it's not Awakenings. That's Robert De Niro. I know. And, uh, I know. I know. I know. Robin Williams. Yes. Oh, come on. Always. 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 It's always. Also an A. Fuck yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. always. And and yeah. those, that's another Holly Hunter. So She's great. All right. Let me look. Home for now the Holidays. I, Holly I just Hunter think it's up. a bad movie. She's good. Either. I just think Home for the Holidays is a bad movie. It's just a bad movie. It's not good. And I think you picked it in the same way you picked Turkey, which uh, you was know what? lazy and yeah. uninspired yeah. because I'm, you don't I'm, like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm fucked on this episode. Yeah, you're 100% calling me out and you're right. I was I was not inspired by this episode. I was doing my best to pick films that would fit the fit the holiday and uh yeah, I look, I will say having seen it, I don't regret having seen it. I think it's I think yeah, it's right, I think it's go. appropriate. I think it's appropriate. I think it's appropriate for the holiday. I think most people go through this kind of shit. Hey, I got to go home. Fuck, I don't want to go home. Fuck, it's the holidays. I got to go home. I should go home. I want to go home. I should go home. You go home, and you're like, oh, I'm really, it's nice to be here. It's not bad to be here. It's nice. Oh, fuck, it sucks to be here. God damn it. It sucks to be here. Fuck me. And then it's like, no, no, no. I'm an asshole. It is good to be here. But then ultimately, like, it does kind of suck to be there. You've got your own shit going on. You don't want to be there. But you're there, and then you're like, fuck, fine, okay. And then by the time you get any sort of resolution, if you do, it's time to leave and go back to your normal life. And then you go back, and you're like, oh, fuck, man, it was really nice to be there. It was really nice. All right, so what I'm going to say to our listeners is if you enjoy your Halloween, if you, or not Halloween, <laughs> if you enjoy your Thanksgiving, sorry. You better enjoy you your enjoy Halloween, your Thanksgiving, you fucking bastards. If you enjoy your Thanksgiving, then what you're going to watch this year, this yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah. if you enjoy Thanksgiving and you enjoy your family, oh, yeah. you're going to watch Alice's Restaurant, okay. Hannah and Her Sisters, yeah. and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay. And if you hate Halloween and you find your family to be egregious and you think it's a shitty holiday. It's not Halloween. Dutch. It's Thanksgiving, you bastard. Thanksgiving. I keep doing that. Fuck you. You're going to watch Dutch, grumpy, grumpy old men at home no, for the holidays. I think, I, and that's you know how we do it because Actually, uh, that yeah, seems to be fair. our that's back fair. and forth. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Because we do agree on planes, trains, and automobiles. Yes, we yeah, do. If you're going to watch fucking one out of these six pricks, watch planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> it's the best Thanksgiving movie. God all right, so all right. I want to I want to preload I want to preload the next two episodes because I want people uh, to to get on Twitter and follow us a little bit. Rock and roll. Uh, here's 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 the thing. Next week or in two weeks, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go back. Donnie and I are gonna go back. We're gonna look at our uh, our uh, our trailer geeks. All the movies that we said at the end of episodes, we were really movies and shows. We were really looking forward to seeing. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the ones we actually did see. Yeah. Because there's a number that we didn't. That's and cool. we're also going to talk about which ones that we saw. We, we were looking forward to the ones that really nailed it. That we were like, yeah, I wanted to see that. And it was fucking phenomenal. And we're also going to talk about the ones that I really we really wanted to see. And Jesus Christ, were they a disappointment? Real shit bombs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and then, <laughs> ending the year. Ending the year. That'll be December the first uh, episode of December. Okay. Ending the year. I want to make sure everybody knows to look forward to this. Okay. 
Don and I have talked about if aliens came down to the planet mm-hmm. and spoke to Donnie and spoke to me, and they said we want to know what what you people think of Christmas. What is what is Christmas to you? What is the quintessential? Not the not not and we've already talked about. This. We won't talk about it right now, but we've already talked about this offline. We know what our favorite Christmas movie is, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the movie that represents Christmas in the most crystalline way. Mm. And I'm not going to tell anybody what those two movies are, but we are going to have mm. a showdown yeah. where we're going to talk about Donnie's pick for what he's going to show the aliens, my pick for what I'm going to show the aliens. They're different movies. Mm. What I'm going to encourage you is if you have a movie that fits that description, if you have a movie that you think aliens come down and I'm going to show them a movie that kind of exemplifies in the same way that planes, trains, and automobiles sort of like sums up what we should think of Thanksgiving, what is the movie you say is going to absolutely, and we'll include you and we'll mention you on the podcast, but you have to tweet us at I like to watch pod on Twitter or uh, go on literateape.com and comment on one of our episodes. Let us know what. Your quintessential Christmas movie is We Have Our Two. We are going to go toe-to-toe. It's going to be an absolute battle (laughs) between two films and our opinions that they are the quintessential Christmas movie. And that, with that, I'm going to say, for you, um, I I hope your holiday is not a fucking nightmare. (laughs) Eat Eat some vegetables and tofu. Yeah, yeah, some tofurkey. Because I'll be all right. Don't worry about it. Because I'm, I'm right now. I'm living with my parents, so my mom. I'm gonna cook. She's gonna cook. We're actually. I'm. You know, this is the first time in 35 <laughs> years I have been with my family for for Thanksgiving. So yeah. we're gonna have us a Thanksgiving, and I'm, yeah. I'm kind of excited about it. You know what's nice? I don't have to deal with my family. I just have my wife. I have my kid, and my, like you said, the the kind of uh, orphans that that we're surrounded by, and it's okay. And that's fine. So what are you gonna? So what are you gonna do with your with your? I don't. With your I don't know. Family? We haven't. We haven't really talked about. We've already talked about Christmas. We're going to fucking Puerto Vallarta. I don't know what the fuck we're doing for Thanksgiving. I, we haven't well, even talked it, about it. Well, Donnie, we haven't even talked Donnie, about Donnie, I'm going to tell you it, because you hate Thanksgiving so much. It is your responsibility to make the best Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. For your little child oh, as no, you possibly yeah. can. Well, that'll be great. Yeah. And I know is is, is Marilyn vegetarian. Oh yeah, that's how I got to be vegetarian. Oh yeah. Oh my God, your yeah. poor kid. No, she's All great. Right, I'm gonna the have kid to. Kid doesn't I'm, fucking matter. No, like, I'm gonna have to. Go, no, I'm gonna have to. No, I'm gonna have to come out and I'm gonna introduce her to bacon. No. And sausage. No. Hey, I'll and, tell you what. And, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'm gonna introduce her to you, fucking I'll steak you, and I'll, chicken. I'll give you a little leeway. I did. I do still eat fish from time to time, right? And we got some. I had some bagels and lox the other day. And Matilda really wanted some smoked salmon. So Matilda has had smoked salmon already. So well, like I said, yeah, I'm, we're good. When she's we're how good. old is she we're now? Good. How old is she now? Just over two. Just over two. Okay. Yeah. When she is six years old, yeah. I'm coming to LA. Oh, okay. And I'm just gonna take her. And see the thing is it's like David David Himmel on the Litter Name cast. Yes. David yeah. Himmel, he was like, he was like, what are you gonna do if you hang out with my 
now four-year-old son. I said, well, when he's five, I'm taking him to a bar. Okay. And that's what I'm going to fucking do. That's what I'm going to fucking do. I am going to take your daughter, when she is five or six years old, I'm taking her to a goddamn place where there's Mm. meat served. God damn. And if she doesn't want any of it, that's yeah, fine. It? But we're right. going to sit and s- yeah. we're going to smell the bacon. Yeah. She's going to go, I want that bacon. Like I said. And we're going to smell the, ch- the skewered chicken. She's going to go, oh, I want some of that fucking shawarma. Yeah. That's we already, what I'm talking we, about. We smell the tacos already down the block. So I, I'll tell you what. I mm-hmm. I, I don't really care. Uh, you could you could battle with my wife about that. Well, no. She's got it. The thing about it is that's like religion. If you don't give men, if you don't give her a choice. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't have a choice, then what you've done is indoctrinate her. So all I'm doing is I'm providing her with an alternative perspective. And you tell Marilyn, you're the man of the house. You tell your wife sure. that Uncle Don, Uncle Don's taken the child for some meat. Right. And if she decides at that point, I don't like meat, right. you win. Yeah. But if she says, I want meat... Man, I fuck things up. Yeah, that's what I do. I fuck things up. God bless. We'll see what happens. That that is the show. Um, <laughs> I hope that you have a happier Thanksgiving than Donnie will. Um, <laughs> but I think he'll, because he doesn't like Thanksgiving, but he likes Halloween. I like Thanksgiving. Not that it's a big deal, but I'm going to like it this year. But have a great Thanksgiving. Um, do yourself a favor. Don't get uh, doom scrolly. Don't worry about it. Just have some food. And and mostly it's about family. And I think we both agree, if you're going to watch a movie on Thanksgiving, watch John Hughes, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Word. Gobble, gobble, people. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy.